Before we get into today's episode, I just want to highlight our podcast sponsor, Switch Research. Are you feeling imperfect, insecure, or inadequate? How do you show kindness, self-acceptance, gratitude, and compassion towards yourself every day? Mental health is a journey, and Switch Research delivers expert guidance along the way. Their mission is to provide you with effective, easily accessible mental health resources to help you become a happier, more resilient you. Switch Research partners with psychologists, clinical therapists, researchers, psychiatrists, and more who have years of academic or clinical experience under their belt to provide evidence-based journals and digital work courses. You can transform negative thoughts into self-love today using our code socialsoul20 at switchresearch.org, and that will get you 20% off your purchase. You guys enjoy, and let's get into the episode. Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. My name is Jess. And I'm Haley. And today's episode, um, we kind of wanted to share a story that some people have asked us about, which definitely has to do with like what we're doing for work and kind of how we came across our jobs that we're in now um, and kind of some weird like coincidences on how they did come about. Um, I would say that Haley and I are by no means manifestation experts, but we do like to dabble in it a little bit, or at least think that it's possibly happening for us. Um, And yeah, I feel like over the last six months of our lives, some certain things have like came into our lives that kind of felt right and felt Mm -hmm. like, oh shit, like this is something that is supposed to be happening and now it's happening and Yeah. So we just want to share that a little bit. Yeah. I feel like since we moved out to Kamano Island, like our work situations have completely changed. Completely changed. But yeah, things are going good. And I feel like everything kind of worked out and lined up. So yeah. I mean, I had somebody ask me how I got started working at the plant shop. And I, it was kind of funny because I was like, well, basically Jessica got a job and made this all happen. And so I kind of wanted to hear how you actually found your connection to the plant shop when we moved out to Kamano Island and how that all got started. Because it wasn't a plant shop in the beginning. It was something totally different. And I know that your boss in the business literally wasn't even hiring. They weren't looking for anybody, but you, I don't know, somehow (laughs) found them. So I'm curious to hear how you found Soundview Wellness and Caitlin and how all of that kind of came to be. Yeah, so it's kind of eerie, honestly, to think about like how it did come all about. But like, um, so when we when I first moved up here to Camino with you guys, I was working at a naturopathic clinic down in Mill Creek area, which obviously it was taking like an hour drive to get there from Camino. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not ideal for me. I'm not always in the headspace that I'm comfortable driving. So having to drive for work was not really something that I was wanting to try to maintain. So I was up here on the island and I was like, okay, it'd be awesome if I could find some place to work on the island so that I never have to leave because I'm such an introvert and I don't like to go anywhere. <laughs> um, no, like I wanted, I've been really lucky with past jobs and I've always had only like a 10 minute drive to yeah. work. And so like, that's something I've always wanted, like as part of my job is I want it to be close to home. Mm-hmm. Hence the reason I tried working from home for a while too, you know what yeah. I mean? But, um, so I wanted something else. Um, and I 
didn't really know what to look for, but I knew I wanted it to be in like the health and wellness field because that's where my heart is right now. Mm -hmm. So I just started Googling like health and wellness places up here on the island. And I came across a mental health clinic called Soundview Wellness. And I was like, mental health, that's something that's always interested me, but I've never actually worked in it. Mm -hmm. That could be cool. Um, So that was the first place I found in the first place I like reached out to, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because it was like my top choice out of the places that I found. So did you just send them an email? Yeah. So I just went on the website and like found the email address on the website and just sent them an email. And I was like, hey, like I'm looking for part-time work um, and would be interested to see if you guys are hiring, blah, blah, blah. I think I got an email back within like an hour after I sent the email. <laughs> yeah. Um. And the email was from Caitlin, my now boss. And she basically was like, that is such a weird coincidence. I was just considering hiring somebody like part time at the clinic. And so then she was like, why don't you come in tomorrow for an interview? Uh Because this was a Sunday, I think, that I sent the email. Damn. So Monday morning, I woke up, went in for the interview. um, And I mean, as you know, Caitlin and I are like bread and butter. We get along perfectly. (laughs) And so you can like the interview obviously went great. Um, And then she the next day was like, yeah, like I would love to hire you. And I was like, wow, like that was way easier than I expected. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then I started working at Soundview Wellness just part time doing like front desk receptionist stuff. I was still kind of going back and forth to the other place because obviously I didn't want to like fully cut ties until I knew that this place would work out. Mm-hmm. And you were also working their social media and all of that stuff. Still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doing a lot of different things. Um, but eventually I did cut cut the cord on the other place and transitioned into just working at Soundview Wellness. But when I did start working for Caitlin, she also happened to tell me that she was opening a plant shop mm-hmm. um, literally next door to the therapy clinic. And I was like, I know nothing about plants. Like I am not a plant person by any means. Now I am, but I was not when I first started working for her. So she was like, yeah, like you're welcome to like help me get the store up and running and like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I would 100% love to do your social media and nothing else because I know nothing about plants. But it's also funny because you were helpful for her getting the business started because I feel like if your project management, like background and history and stuff like that, you helped her get it going like no yeah problem. I mean I definitely give her full credit for getting it up and running because I feel like I definitely just I don't know I kind of came in like right as it was happening and yeah she definitely put in full effort and I was like on the sideline watching and learning and um, cheering <laughs> and cheering her on yeah but then obviously like I kind of slowly started helping her more and more with the plant shop and then you know started working a couple shifts at the plant shop just to help her out and now I'm kind of a crazy plant lady, which I never expected to be in my life. Do you know um, how many plants you have now? I think I have nine. Nine plants, I think. That's the last time I checked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so basically what happened was um, I started, you know, working at the plant shop also alongside the therapy clinic. And then Haley told me that she was considering looking for part-time work somewhere. And I was like, you should come work at the plant shop because we needed some extra help with shifts because it was literally only me and my boss working there. 
Um, and yeah, I don't know if you want to tell it from there, but <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like it was really easy. Jessica, I mean, I had already met Caitlin cause we went out to lunch with her. So I knew her, but never on like, I wasn't like, I want to work for you or anything. Yeah. So you were like, why don't you just come in this day and Caitlin will interview you. And I basically just walked in and she just showed me the ropes. Like, <laughs> this is the humidifier. This is how you turn on the sign. Like, this is all of the stuff. Um, and so, yeah, that's how it worked out. And then she just gave me the first shift. And I was like, I know nothing about plants. And she was like, it's okay. You can Google it. That's what I do. Now I, I know so much more about plants because it kind of kills me to not know things when people ask. Yeah. So I'm the type that I, I like made a list of all the plants and I'm like, I'm going to research what they need just so I can, I don't know, explain that to people. And I kind of forgot how much I missed working like in that in-person setting with mm-hmm. people, kind of customer service type job. Like, I don't want to do it all the fucking time. <laughs> You're good at it, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, that yeah. was what you did for so long. Mm-hmm. And you did it in a managerial setting, too, yeah. you know, not just like a cashier setting. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Like, I think it's fun. I think you thrive in that environment. I do, too. So that's why I was like, yes, please come. I mean, I wasn't going to force you to, like, <laughs> yeah. work there. But, like, inside, I would have died a little bit if you wouldn't have. <laughs> Because I really wanted you to. How funny is it that we like work and live together and do like all of the things together? Do we not hate each other yet? I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. One thing I did want to kind of go back to though with you getting started with Soundview Wellness was negotiating your pay because oh, yeah. I think that this is something that, that you did from the very get go. And even though it maybe didn't work out exactly how you wanted in the beginning, you kind of set yourself up for future success. So do you want to talk about like what that process was like, figuring out how much you wanted to get paid, all of that? Um, Yeah, I'll start off by saying I had absolutely no fucking idea what I was doing when I was negotiating this pay, but... You did it. <laughs> I did it. The thing is, you put yourself <laughs> out there and it worked out. Yeah, so um, when I was offered the job, um, I was offered the same pay rate that I was making at the other place and I was like I feel like I deserve more you know like I've, I've got some degrees under my belt I really and obviously like it's so hard to live on a shitty wage these days like yeah you know anything below $25 an hour is basically like barely being able to use that money for anything Mm -hmm. um if it's like your only fucking thing yeah so um I when I got the job offer um I remember you and I sitting out on the deck Mm -hmm. upstairs and I was like debating on like how to like respond to it asking for like two dollars I think it was like two dollars more than what I was offered um, and even that was still low to what I wanted, but I was, you know, you have to start somewhere. And I was like, maybe I can, maybe she'll be down for it. I don't know. Um, I Googled like a lot of templates on how to like ask like for a price mm-hmm. or like for a pay negotiation. <laughs> and so I just wrote out this email and I respond to it basically saying, like, I would love to work for you, mm-hmm. but um, based off of, like, the duties, like, the list of duties that you want me to do, I feel like that's a little bit more than what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I would love to start at this pay rate. And I don't remember exactly what it said. I honestly should probably just pull it up. 
on it. Shouldn't I? I feel like that'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, guys. Maybe we could share this on the Instagram page. Okay. okay. We should do that. Okay. I'll screenshot it. That'll you guys can use my template. Perfect little <laughs> template. But so Caitlin came back and was like. So, yeah. So what happened was she came back and um, she was like. I mean, she I kind of feel like she was kind of impressed with my email that I copy and pasted from someone else. But <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> but um, she came back being like, I totally understand where you're coming from. Like, what if we start you out with the lower pay mm-hmm. um, for like a trial period? Well, And you're the first employee she's I, yeah, hiring. Literally she's- the first employee she's mm-hmm. ever hired. So. Um, and she was like, but then like if this works out, you know, and like we're both happy with the situation, we want to keep going, then we can talk about like bumping you to that pay raise. Um, I think it was like two months, month and a half or two months yeah. maybe later. And so I was like, all right, like that's doable because I feel like that's something that's so important that like employers don't realize is that like your employee will work so much harder knowing that there's a chance that they might make more money someday. Yeah. Like, all you have to do is just mention that. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of businesses kind of, like, do that with their – at least when I was working at the bank, they had merit raises. Good. So, like, every year you could get, like, up to a 3% increase in pay or something. So, yeah. Yeah, good. I've definitely worked for businesses that don't do that. So – Yeah. And then just knowing (laughs) I'm just going to make the same shitty pay raise for the rest of my life there. I'm just like, this is dumb. Um, yeah. so that was much appreciated. And then, um, obviously it worked out wonderfully. Loved working there. I love her as a boss. Um, luckily she loves me too. I think if you're listening to this, you can let me know. <laughs> she's going to be like, PS, I hate you. Uh, she's like, PS, you're fired. <laughs> I heard that microdosing mushrooms episode and I'm going to have to let you go. Oh, no. <laughs> But anyways, um, fast forward to where I'm at now with working for her. I'm actually now officially working for a third organization that she owns, which is the Center for Justice Social Work. And um, it's kind of like her pride and joy. um, And Soundview Wellness was more so just like a stepping stone while she builds out the Center for Justice Social Work. And then the plant shop was obviously like, this is a hobby that I love. Mm -hmm. Why not do it as a side thing? Um, but I luckily now can say that my job now, I make more money than I did in my construction job, which is wild to me because I kind of always dreamt of the moment that I would like be back at like an actual fucking pay that I could do something with my life with. Yeah. Cause as you guys know, I've been very broke for a few years and <laughs> life's been pretty tough. Yeah. Thanks to Haley or I would be homeless right now. So <laughs> I'd never let that happen. I probably your parents wouldn't either. (laughs) But still, like in reality, you can't like as a single person in this world, you have to make a lot of money an hour. At least in Washington State, I know it's different in other states. But in Washington State, I think I saw a thing the other day that was like, you have to make twenty six dollars an hour is the minimum to be able to afford like a one bedroom apartment to live in Washington. A one-bedroom apartment. That's yeah. so great. That's so fun. I always tell Dustin I'd be a broke bitch without him. <laughs> She'd be a broke bitch with me, though, so that's okay. 
<laughs> we could combine our incomes and not live as lavishly as you and Dustin do, but we would get somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something I think is kind of funny is all of the work that I'm doing now, I'm literally making more per hour than I ever did managing the tanning salon. No way. <laughs> literally, they kept us at such low hourly wages. Well, yeah, like when I left, I think I was making fourteen twenty-five an hour and they literally bumped up my pay like the last fucking paycheck. But it's because I was making the most money like on commissions and bonuses and stuff like that. So thank God you at least had that. Yeah. Because that would not fucking be worth it. Yeah. But there were a lot of people who weren't hitting sales goals. So they weren't getting bonuses or they weren't getting commissions. So that kind of shit would suck. Isn't the Washington minimum 15? I think now it is. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. But back then, I think I started at like 875 an hour. Wait, what? (laughs) That's a thing. Well, it was like back in 2010. So crazy. I don't even remember what I was making like an hour at my first job because I didn't care because I was on tips at the restaurant. So I guess it didn't really matter much. But I don't remember what it was. Now I'm like, shit. It was probably minimum wage, which was, I think it was 8.75. I think it might have been 8.55. I don't know. I probably have old pay stubs. That is insane. Yeah, but it's crazy because, I don't know, it's kind of cool to be, like, making a little bit more money with, like, way less fucking responsibility. And, like, enjoying life way more Um, because I know that, like, well, you enjoyed Tropical Tan, I feel like. Yeah, I like working there. But when you worked at the bank, I know that was, like, not what you were wanting to do. Yeah. (laughs) So it's it nice that, you know, you're enjoying what you're doing now. Um, yeah. Vice versa. I, I mean, I enjoyed construction when I was in it, but it was very much a full-time job that like ran your life mm-hmm. and just had to deal with a lot of asshole people in that industry that I'm glad I don't have to deal with now. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a certain extent, I feel like I'm still kind of in a male-dominated industry now going into like the social work stuff Yeah, because we're working with police departments and fire departments. Oh, okay. Um, and actually, my boss was just telling me like how she went and did like interviews for the fire department. She got to be like part of like the interview process for like their... Um, their promotional stuff within the department. Okay. And she was telling me like how people were talking to her because she was like the only female there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is bringing me back to construction days. Like, yeah, just men being so uncomfortable with like a woman in a room, like making the decisions. How annoying. I know. It's you would think that that wouldn't even be a thing anymore these days, but, but very much is. so ingrained in our culture and yeah. how we are yeah it's so wild. I will say though that like um if you guys do want to like learn more about Caitlin and who she is too we did do a podcast episode with her where we interviewed her we do plan on bringing her back for more as well um do you remember what episode number it is I will look right now okay, she's gonna look it up but I just want to give like a huge shout out to her because she's like I said an amazing boss um she's also just like a super inspirational person um I feel like her her work ethic is very similar but also different from mine in the fact that like I very much hesitate before I do things where she's very much like I want to do this. So I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And she'll just like do it. And I'm like, do you know what you're doing? And she's like, absolutely not. 
And I'm just like, but you're still doing it. Yeah. And she just like, she just goes for what she wants. And it helps push me to go for the things that I want and helps me like not step back and hesitate and be like, maybe not. Cause like, even she talks about like how she gets like the imposter syndrome and Mm -hmm. like stuff like that. And it's just a good reminder that like, you this, can do it. This woman who owns three businesses mm-hmm. still deals with imposter syndrome. She still like second guesses things. You know yeah. what I mean? But but she doesn't let it hold her back. Mm-hmm. She thinks it and then she's like, nope, I can still do it. And yep. she'll still go for it. So, yeah. So it is episode 57, the empathetic on, entre- <laughs> the empathetic <laughs> entrepreneur featuring Caitlin Gabo. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, it's a great episode. <laughs> Okay, wait, can we just talk about the coincidence that we noticed or you found out the other day with your current boss, Caitlin? Because we've, so we've kind of talked about manifestation and in the beginning, like how things sort of lined up and we haven't really kind of tied that into what we're talking about. So let's talk about how, like how this worked out. So if you listen to episode 57 with Caitlin, you know that she, um, is a social worker and she was like going out into these like homeless encampments and stuff when the opioid epidemic was really big. And we actually talked about it on the episode, but then you found a Facebook video. Yeah. So she used to work for a police department, um, in Everett, Washington, which if you know Everett, you know, it was like a huge part of the opioid epidemic. Um, we were one of like the big hotspots, So she worked for the police department and she'd go out to the homeless camps and like talk to them and like try to get them help that they needed. Um, And I, I am very like, like my heart is very close to the, to this epidemic because my brother went through it, my oldest brother. And so like, it's something that's always intrigued me. I've always been interested on like, how can we help these people? How can we fix this kind of thing? Um, But obviously I've just never been in a job or anything that's ever had anything to do with it. Um, and so when I started working for Caitlin, she was telling me about like her past work that she's done and everything. And I was just like, Oh my God, like this is amazing. Like I remember them talking about these social workers that would go out to these camps and like visit these people. Like I remember that being a thing. Um, and then funny enough, I was on Facebook like just a week or so ago and you have like Facebook memories that pop up and I'm constantly going through through my Facebook memories because I'm trying to delete my embarrassing ones. <laughs> so every day I look at my Facebook memories <laughs> and uh, this video popped up from 2017 and it was a video that I had like reshared to my profile and I don't remember who the video was from, but it was about the social workers that were going out in Everett, Washington and visiting like the homeless encampments and literally the video was my boss was like the main fucking person in the video and I'm like wait what like how cool is it that I had shared this video in 2017 of this woman who is now my boss yeah like now five years later you're working with like her. that is just to me that was just like a like blew my mind because I'm like like very much like holy shit like is this meant to be yeah that just that just proves that that's something that was interesting to me and now I'm involved in it and that makes me so happy yeah I just when you told me that I was like you're kidding (laughs) you're fucking joking right because I just can't wrap my mind around it I I think it's so interesting how you 
you didn't even necessarily cross paths with her. Yeah. But in a way you did. Like on the internet you did. And then you crossed paths again later in life. Yeah. And I think it would be less mystifying if she had been somebody that like I remembered was in that video and like I've been like looking for her or like trying to like figure out what she was doing now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But like I did not remember that that was the same person that I was working for. And then I saw that video again and I'm just like, whoa, that is so weird. Yeah, it's so crazy. (laughs) But I definitely tagged her in it and reshared it and was like, oh my gosh, look, I'm working for you now. And I was your fan in 2017 already. (laughs) Like, I don't know. That's just really special to me. Yeah. I like it. So do you feel like, I guess we should end this like with maybe some manifestation advice. Like, do you feel like there was anything that you had to do? Maybe blocks you had to get rid of or things in order for this opportunity to line up for you? Um, well, I think for me, and I know that this is probably a little bit different for everybody. Um, but for me, I'm very much somebody who decides things based off of like my gut feelings and, I'm also somebody that can very easily say no to something if it's not feeling right. Um, And so I think, you know, ever since I left the construction job, I've tried to look for jobs that like are aligned with me and like what I'm interested in and what my life is like at that current moment. Um, And so I just, I just try to really like tune into that and pay attention. I think there, it was obviously a sign that I emailed her and she instantly emailed me back. And then like the next day I had an interview and like the interview went super easy and was like not awkward at all. Like that to me was like, oh, like that is this life just like lining this up for me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and so it makes it easier to like make decisions when I think about things like that. But as far as like blocks, I don't know. Are you thinking of any? that I had to deal with because I can't really well no not really yeah I mean it honestly just all lined up so perfectly it Mm -hmm. was kind of wild yeah it like it was really the first thing I looked for and then I ended up with it so I think obviously I got super lucky at the same time Mm -hmm. with it working out like that but yeah I just I guess I just recommend to really sit and think about what it is you want to do in life. I think everybody should have a career that's something that's interesting to them, something that they want to wake up and go to mm-hmm. and want to focus on. Because if it's not like that, then you got a long life ahead of you that's going to be pretty miserable. Yeah. Well, and I'm obviously not everybody is going to absolutely love every single thing that they do. So find oh, those yeah, things. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like There's outside. still bad days no matter yeah. what. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I... I even think about people I know that work jobs that have great benefits, great pay, and they don't absolutely love what they do every day. But I think if it gives you the freedom to live your life how you want to live it, and then finding fulfillment outside of your work and those other things that can bring you joy and hobbies is something that can be beneficial if it's not perfectly lining up with what you want for your life. So Yeah, because like you said, if it allows you to still live your life, in the way that you want to live it. I think that is the important aspect to it. Yeah. Because I think that is where people get super unhappy, right? Is they're in a job that they don't like, plus they're not able to do anything else with their life because yeah. the job is their life. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't wish that for anybody. Like, obviously, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. And if you've got a family to support and children to feed, like, it's not as easy to just jump and try to find that perfect job. But yeah, I do hope that everybody gets an opportunity to. Yeah. And to find joy and fulfillment in just even the small things, whether it be recognition or doing a good job at what you do. Just, yeah, I think about that kind of thing. Yeah. But that is our story of how we got our jobs now. And yeah, how we, Haley and I have multiple jobs together, I guess. We didn't even really think about that. I know. We just, we're going to live and die together. (laughs) That is the plan since first grade. (laughs) That's the plan. Yeah. And if you guys have any advice or cool stories of how you got hired somewhere, or maybe ideas for listeners who are thinking about changing careers, finding a different job. We would absolutely love to hear those and share those resources. So let us know. Yeah. And make sure that you guys follow us on Instagram at Social Soul Podcast. You can follow us on TikTok as well, even though we don't really post there anymore. But <laughs> we will if you follow us. <laughs> and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts too if you're listening there. But other than that, we will see you guys next time. Bye, guys.